This is the Ordinary Christian Podcast, a podcast dedicated to real people like you seeking to live out your Christian faith in the ordinary aspects of everyday life. My name is Craig Thompson, and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm a husband, father, pastor, and writer. I hope that this podcast will help you to use the margins of your everyday life to live more intentionally for Jesus. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Ordinary Christian Podcast. What are you afraid of? According to the National Institute of Mental Health, 73% of the population reports being afraid to speak publicly. That fear is known as glossophobia. I don't want to talk with you too much today about the fear of public speaking uh, in, in a general sense, but specifically about the fear of public speaking as it relates to praying in public. Not too long ago, I prayed at an event, a public event. It was a kind of an offhand prayer. I was asked if I would pray with some students at a school. And after I finished that prayer, I was walking away and a man who was in that group uh, looked at me and he said, wow, what what a good prayer. If I'd have had to do that on short notice, I, I couldn't have done anything. I might have gotten out, God is great, God is good. I, um, I didn't uh, remind him that I, I'm a pastor for a living. Instead, I, I just laughed and said, well, you know, you get better with time. But it got me to thinking a lot of people struggle with praying in public. It's a real fear. If, if, if we're afraid to speak publicly in general, and then you take that and you couple it with the fear that can accompany uh, prayer and, and religious experiences, the, 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 the reality that when I'm praying, I'm putting myself out there as a, as a Christian or as a person of faith. So I've got an audience of people who are watching, but I also have, of course, a heavenly audience. I'm, I'm speaking to God in these prayers and it can be a bit overwhelming. So what I thought I would do is spend just a few minutes with some uh, quick hit advice and some some suggestions and tips on how it is that you can pray better publicly. The first thing I would encourage you to do is to pray for God's help. Now, it might seem a little bit redundant, but if you're going to get better at public prayer, let's begin by getting better at private prayer and, and go to the Lord and ask God to help you in that prayer. Uh, you know that there's going to have an opportunity that's going to come for you to pray, maybe in your life group or maybe uh, at, a, at a family meal. Uh, before that time arrives, go ahead and pray that the Lord will get, give you the words, that God would really just prepare your heart and, and help to calm your fears. Um, and then number two, resolve to pray. Make a decision. Commit to the fact that you're going to pray. Listen, unless you intend to pray, you probably won't. So at some point, you've just got to say, I'm going to do it. Right now in the month of October, I've, I've decided that I'm going to get up and work out in the mornings before I do anything else, which means that at 4.45, my alarm goes off and I have to crawl out of bed. I don't generally feel like doing it, but I've made up my mind that this is just what I'm going to do. Uh, resolving to pray is going to be kind of like that. You're just going to have to make your mind up that you're going to do it. You're going to start getting yourself psyched up, and you're going to look for an opportunity, uh, and, and so that you're going to make a decision. Maybe you're going to roll out of bed on a Sunday morning and say, today's going to be the day. You roll up into life group, and the minute your life group leader says, I need somebody to pray, you just jump right in there and say, I've got this. I'm going to do it. So resolve to pray. Uh, number three, consider what you will pray. Think about it. Uh, sometimes prayer can be overwhelming or, or terrifying 
because we don't actually take the time to kind of prepare. You can write it down. Uh, we uh, One of the things that deacons do here at Malvern Hill is they pray at the end of our services, and that can be overwhelming, especially for new deacons. A lot of those guys jot it down. Sometimes they write it down on a, on a note card or a piece of paper, and they'll carry it with them up, and when they stand in front of the congregation, they'll lay it there on the lectern, and, and they read that prayer. So it might be that when you prepare to pray, you actually write a prayer out and you read that prayer. It might be that you just kind of think through an outline in your head as you think about the things that you want to pray. Maybe you want to begin with an outline of of the Lord's Prayer uh, and and look at the way that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So so perhaps you'll begin that prayer with an expression of adoration that you'll hallow the name of the Lord. You'll pray for God's will to be done. Uh, you'll consider uh, the well-being of your neighbor. Your neighbor. You'll consider your own sin and, and ask for forgiveness. Um, and then you'll ask the Lord to, to guide your steps. But consider what you're going to pray. Consider how you will pray. Um, God promises to be with us. Um, God, God, you know, gives us His His Spirit in in, in our prayer. Uh, so when we go, let's pray. With boldness, consider the fact that God promises to hear our prayers. When you when you come, you need not worry that God wouldn't hear. You don't have to you don't have to to open your prayer with Hey God, here I am. It's Craig. Uh, here's what you need to know: God hears you. God knows you. When you open your mouth to pray, He hears. So pray with boldness, not not with arrogance, but with boldness, because God hears your prayers. Uh, remember also that Jesus is praying. We have the assurance of Christ's presence and the promise of His intercession. Um, uh, we never, ever pray alone. So in corporate prayer, when we are praying, we have a confidence that Jesus is interceding on our behalf. We also have the confidence of the Holy Spirit that sometimes intercedes for us with groans that don't know words. There are times when we just don't seem to have the words to get out, when our words don't seem to capture the moment. We have a confidence that the Holy Spirit has words that can do that. Um, I, I would also encourage you to pray. Now, again, not just to pray for God's help, but to pray. Nobody's critiquing your prayers. So so first of all, look for those opportunities and pray, but also don't just pray when you have that public opportunity. If you're trying to get to a place where you could pray publicly, then why not practice praying privately? When you're in the car by yourself, pray out loud where there's nobody else to hear. Make make those prayers. Practice your prayer. Now, that that's not sacrilegious. It's not sacrilegious if you take the time to practice these public prayers so that you'll have the courage to offer that prayer when you get the opportunity in a public setting. And and then finally, consider the setting, right? So if you're going to pray in your life group, uh, part of that is usually going to be, at least in the context of Malvern Hill and in most places, life groups, Sunday school classes, if you're asked to pray, you get a prayer list in, in the midst of that. So maybe at the beginning of your class, you're going to walk around or you're going to go around the room and everybody's going to share prayer requests that they have. Uh, make sure you're writing those down so that if when you volunteer to pray, you, you begin your prayer by acknowledging the Lord and thanking Him for the opportunity to come to Him. You, you give Him glory and honor. But when it comes to that time of intercession, you don't just have to go, and God, just be with all these things that were mentioned. You actually have a written list, and you can look down at that list and say, Lord God, I pray that you would be with the Smith family and the struggles that they're having. And God, I pray that you would be with uh, Johnny's teacher, and I pray that you would be with um, with Miss Sanders. And, and, and all of these things that you have the opportunity to engage specifically in your prayer, if that's the context. But maybe... maybe 
Maybe you're looking ahead and Thanksgiving's coming up in a little over a month and you say, this year I'm going to pray for my family at Thanksgiving. Uh, What would that look like? How might you do that? Now, we're talking about these in large contexts. Some of you need to get the courage to start praying in small contexts. How many of you are comfortable praying over the family meal when when your family gathers around the kitchen table? Listen, if you're not, I'm not doing this podcast to beat you up. We're doing this podcast today because I recognize that this is a real fear for some of you. So perhaps you don't begin with a prayer in front of your church or a prayer, you know, in front of your your um, your, your your friends at work. Perhaps you begin with a prayer uh, with your wife and your kids around the table, and and you have a, a simple prayer of of Lord God, thank you for this food. Thank you for this family. God, I pray that you would be with us and guide us and keep us safe and, and bless those who prepared this meal. Maybe it's simple and it starts that way and you have the opportunity for your prayers to grow. For me, one of my quote-unquote public prayers is a very, very simple prayer that I pray regularly with my children in the car or in the truck with me on the way to school. I pray that God would help my kids to be good learners and listeners and leaders that's, that's one of my great prayers for my kids, and I pray it over and over and over again. It's an out loud, public kind of prayer, but it's not elaborate. It doesn't have to be elaborate because I don't need to heap up words and phrases for others to hear. The Bible says Jesus said that's what the, 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 the Pharisees did, right? They, they heaped up these words and phrases for everybody to hear how smart they were when they prayed. Y'all, we're not worried about how smart we seem. We're worried about communicating with the creator of all things and sharing with him out of the out of the depths of our hearts and interceding on behalf of those who are in desperate need of his, his love and his care. So uh, just to kind of go back over this, how can you pray? Uh, first, pray for God to help you. Uh, second, make a decision that you're going to pray. Just decide it and, and, and stick to that. Um, consider what you will pray. So prepare on the front end. Consider how you will pray. You can have confidence in your prayer. You don't have to pray with timidity. Remember that Jesus is praying and remember that the Holy Spirit will intercede for you when when words seem to fail. Um, and And then just pray. Just do it. You'll get better over time, but don't just do it publicly. Begin that process. Pray out loud in your car. Uh, pray over your family's meals. Uh, pray when the opportunity presents itself for your kids' little league team or wherever the opportunities might be. But uh, God hears our prayers. And it, it, it doesn't matter if you speak with uh, a big booming voice like Billy Graham or, or, or a little a little mousy voice. God hears your prayers. I don't want you to be afraid of these things. I want you to instead be encouraged to know that you can be a person of prayer. You're not alone if prayer freaks you out. Matter of fact, you're not alone if you're afraid of public speaking. About 73% of the population is afraid of public speaking. You know what that means? That means that three out of every four people that pray publicly on Sunday morning at your church are probably very nervous doing it. You're not alone in that. It's okay to be afraid, but just know that you can overcome that and you can become a person of public prayer. I hope this helps you as we try and continue to wrestle through uh, how it is that we may live very ordinary Christian lives, but make an extraordinary impact in the world around us. God bless you. Please help me know if there are subjects or topics that you'd like to hear from. Maybe they're very practical things like this one about how you can pray. Maybe they're deeper things that you'd like to hear us wrestle through. Uh, I would also appreciate if you'd share this with somebody. You'd help me get the word out if you'd send, send an email to somebody or a text message to somebody with a link to this podcast. And then finally, it'd be awesome for me if you'd leave a a review uh, on iTunes or on the podcasting platform that you use. That helps us to get the word out about the Ordinary Christian Podcast. Thank you all for your support. Hope you have a great day.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Ordinary Christian Podcast. I hope that you will use the information in this podcast to encourage you to love Jesus in the ordinary aspects of your daily life. Jesus surrounded himself with very ordinary people who made a difference in the world because of their Savior. You can make a difference too. If you would like to read more of my writings or find other podcasts, you can find information about me on my website at www.craigthompson.org. For information about Malvern Hill Baptist Church and sermons from our church, you can go to our website at www.malvernhill.org. Until next time, use the ordinary margins of your life to make an extraordinary difference in the world around you.